to the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for their life, where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real-life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. Father, Lord, we thank you for each and every one that is out there listening. Father, Lord, we ask you to give them traveling mercies. Keep them covered by your blood. Get them home safely. Lord, we thank you for this day that you allow us to see, this day that you allow us to wake up and be a blessing to somebody on today. Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy that carry us through on this day. Father, we come to you humble as we know how, Lord, as, as we decrease that you may increase, that you may move by your power in your spirit on this evening anoint the ears of your people to hear the word that you have for them to hear anoint their hearts to receive the word that you have for them to receive anoint my tongue to speak that which you need for me to speak and father lord we give you all the praise and all the glory in jesus name amen amen and amen thank you guys for joining us here at the women transform show where we're here to transform women's lives from the inside out with god at the center and the core of everything that we do all right well tonight's topic we have been in the series we've ended our series so we're starting a whole new topic tonight tonight's topic is silence is golden silence is golden because sometimes um sometimes we just have to not to say anything and sometimes just being quiet can be golden all right we're going to be coming from a familiar chapter a familiar scripture uh, mark the 14th chapter and we're going to be starting at the third verse, and we're going to read it all the way down to the ninth verse. And I'm going to be reading from the King James Version, all right? So if you grab your Bibles, your notebooks, your journal, if you're driving in your car, just put your ears on, and hopefully you'll be blessed on this evening, all right? All right, and as the scripture goes, And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leopard, as he sat at me, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment, a spignard, very precious, and she broke the box and poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignations within themselves and said, Why was this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor, and they murmured against her. And Jesus said, Let her alone, why trouble ye her? She have wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always, and when whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. But me ye, ye have not always. She have done what she could. She is come aforehand to anoint my body to, to the bearing. Very I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the world, this also that she have done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. Silence is golden. In the scripture, as we know what was going on, and I, I want to talk about the woman. I want to really focus on the woman here and so much more of what God gave me this. And as he was giving it to me, stuff started pulling out like a fax machine. But um, as we're going through the scriptures and we're starting to break it down, um, we're talking about this woman. And one thing that is so... Um, particular and so interesting is the fact that she has no name they didn't give her a name they didn't say what her name was they just said a woman came in with a box 
of oil. So that is also, that's very, very important because you know why? Sometimes they may not know your name. They may know your presence. They may see you enter the room. They may see you walking down the street. They may not know they know your name, but they do see the presence of God on your life. And a lot of times it's not about the name. It's The name sometimes is just not important. And we're going to get into that. But that is something that you, as you read that scripture, when you begin to pour it out, they didn't give her a name. She has no name. No one knew her name was. All they knew was this woman came in with this um, expensive box of oil and this flask of oil. And she broke this oil and poured it all over Jesus. And that is so important. So, um, because we know the oil back then was very expensive. And to have it, you either had to have money or you save your money and you just saved your oil. You didn't just go do anything willy-nilly with your oil. You kept your oil because it was very, very expensive. It meant something back then. But as the story goes into, in verse, um, and I want to jump to verse 4 before I go back. And we're going to go back up to 3. But in verse 4, and it says, And there was some that had indignation within themselves. Now, I had to go back. Get the definition of that so we can get a little more understanding of what indignation is. And it talks about anger, annoyance, provoked by what is perceived as unfair treatment. Now, these folks were angry and annoyed because she came and broke her oil and poured it. It wasn't their oil. It was her oil. Um, and they were very upset with her. They began to fuss and they began to murmur. They began to plain. And it's so interesting uh, with that is because why are you fussing about my oil? It's my oil to do what I think fit to do with it. And if I want to break my oil and use it, I can I have that obligation. And when she did that, they were so annoyed and, and so angry. Anger, that, that is amazing to me how people get angry when you're doing what God told you to do. And you're walking in what God told you to walk in. And so that's also important as we go through the scripture and as we start to break this down and as we start to um, read it. Why was the... Um, was this ointment wasted? You know, they started complaining. She's wasting this ointment. Why? Says, why was this waste of the ointment made? They could not understand. And this is this what gets. They walked with him. They was with Christ. And these are the disciples that are talking. They was, saw the signs and wonders and miracles and things that were happening. They saw the things that he did. And for them to say, why was this waste of ointment made? Now, as we back up and we start to read, and we're going to get into that. But as we start to read, and we'd see how they murmured and they complained and they just just went all out. We got I mean, how many you know you got people that's around you like that? You know, you starting to walk and do the things that God has called you to do. You got folks that are murmuring and complaining because you're doing what God says do, because you're using your oil, because you're standing up for God and you're doing the things that He's called you to do. They're murmuring, complaining about you. But what you're doing, not about what they're doing. And so we have to be careful of that. So as the story goes, and Jesus, one thing within the story that is so important is the fact that Jesus will defend you when you are doing his work. And this is something God put in my spirit. He wanted me to share that, get that out to somebody out there, that Jesus will defend you when you are doing his work. You don't have to defend yourself or explain yourself. Silence is 
golden. She did not have to explain herself. She did not have to defend herself. She did not come in that room, in that building, wherever they was at. She did not come in there talking, talking about I am prophetess this and this. I am elder this and this. I am anointed by God. I am called by God. I am all of this. She didn't come in there with titles. She didn't come in there. They didn't even know who she was. They didn't even know her name. She didn't get off and say that I am this person, this and I have a right to do this and whatever. She didn't have any dialogue with anything and that's so important to remember because sometimes silence is golden sometimes you ain't got to say nothing you do not have to defend the gospel the gospel will defend himself and you do not have to defend christ he will defend himself and one thing about it god will defend you when you are walking and doing what god has called you to do and you are doing the things that god has anointed you to do and you are hearing the voice of god and you're doing your work you don't have to um defend yourself to anybody god will step in and defend you when time comes and that's so important within the story because i think sometimes we jump across that and we don't look at we look at the part that she brought the oil she brought the oil she pulled her oil out she washed his feet with her hair and all that is important and all of that is great but we got to go down and look a little bit deeper of what was going on within the story now back up to the third um the verse and when it says, in, in being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he said at me, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment, a speak not very precious, and she broke the box and poured it on his head. So when people start to complain and murmur and talk about what you are doing for God, and, and you don't have to, you, you don't have to say anything. I'm here to let somebody know. You ain't got to say anything. You are doing what God has called you to do, and he will come to your rescue, and he will come to your defense. When we are doing the work of God, and when we are doing what God needs us to do, and we are standing in the gap and, and we are winning souls to Christ and we are doing the work and according to the scripture and what the Bible is telling us to do. You do not have to defend yourself to nobody. You do not have to make excuses. You don't have to sit there and explain anything because you know why God would defend you because you are doing what he's told you to do. You're not doing what you want to do, but you're doing what God told you to do. You're stepping aside and you put aside the things that you desire to do to do the work of the Lord. You don't have to defend yourself to nobody because God would defend you just as he did this woman she didn't say anything when she came in that room and sometimes you don't have to say anything and just be silent and let your work show for themselves she let her work show for herself she didn't speak she didn't have anything she didn't say anything she didn't didn't talk she came in broke her oil poured it out upon his head so she was silent with it she let her works speaks for her and in book of proverbs if we jump to proverbs the 18th chapter and it's the 16th verse and it says a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before a great man so she didn't have to say a word all right she didn't have to say anything she didn't have to talk she didn't have to defend herself she didn't have to make an excuse of why she was there she didn't have to say i'm here because of this or that or i'm doing this because of this and that her gift made room for her and what was her gift was her oil her gift was her it was her oil and what you are designed to be known for is your gift. Your gift will make room for you. You have a gift. You don't have to go out there and put all this stuff out there and put all these accolades and, and all this stuff out there. Your gift will make room for you if you are using your gift according to the word of God. And if you are using your gift according to scripture, it will make room for itself. And God will defend you in that. It was her actions that 
spoke for her. That is just as she poured the oil, your gift will be poured out on of you. Your gift is as precious as the oil she had poured out on his head and not his feet. Now that right there was amazing. It was also important too. When you read that scripture because it talked about she didn't pull the oil from his her his feet on up. She pulled the oil on his head. She anointed him. And it says in the scripture, she broke the box and poured it on his head. She anointed him with oil. Isn't that amazing to be able to go? And that's, that's something. She could have taken the oil, poured it from on his feet, but she went and poured the oil on his head. And when someone pulls oil on someone or something back then, they had that there was a symbolization of setting them apart um, as blessed by the Lord. And he even explained to them within the scripture as we read a little bit further down. But she poured the oil on his head. God, that is so important. Get it in your spirit. She poured the oil on. She didn't pour it on his feet. She didn't pour it in his hands and say, here, take this oil, rub it on yourself. She literally, come on, you put it in your imagination. Imagine you going in with a, a, a bottle of precious oil and the Christ is sitting right there and you break the oil. You didn't get no permission from nobody and you ain't had the way for the armor bearer to take you in the office. You ain't had to talk to the nurse to say, I need to go pour this oil on pastor. You didn't do anything. You walked in and she poured the oil right on his head. Wow. That's powerful. Her gift made room for her. Your gift is symbolization. Your gift will be poured out from your head. God is going to use your gift. Your gift is just like the oil that she poured out. The box is you. You are the alabaster box. You are filled up and with so much oil in it and so many gifts and talents and stuff. But once you begin to pour out your gifts upon your head and pour them out and give them back to Christ, no matter what people say, and then you'll begin to walk in the calling and the place that you need to be. Somebody's out there trying to figure out why you're not walking in your calling. Well, you ain't poured out your oil yet. You didn't, you, you the box, you got to pull out your oil in order for God to fill you back up. You got your oil is your gifts. Your oil is your talents. You watching everybody up use their gifts and talents. People say, I don't even know what my gift is. I don't know what my Yes, you do. You know what your gifts are. Your gifts may not be up front and in the pulpit and, and being, um, you know, like a, everybody else. Your gifts may be ushering. Your gifts may be Sunday school teacher. Your gifts may be going to the homeless and going to the shelters. Your gift may be that. That is your gift. But you can't mark and manifest your gift if you don't break the bottle box, which is you. Bring your alabaster box to him. Bring yourself to Christ and open it up and pour out your oil. It's time for you to pull out your oil to somebody else. Pull out your gift so you can pull it on the punt of someone else's head. Give them your gifts. Give them your talents. You're holding in so much information. You got so much within you that God is trying to get out of you because you can't take it with you when you leave here. So why are you keeping your box? Same thing with her. Why am I going to sit around with this box of oil and the man of God is sitting in present. I'm going to break the oil and on him because I want something from God. So why are you holding on to your gifts? Why are you holding on to your talents? They're not going to call you. They're not going to sit there and ask you to come out and preach. They're not going to sit there and tell you, ask you to come out and sing. If you want to sing, go down to the shelter, go to the nursing home and sing for the elderly. Get your oil out. Some of y'all got so much oil in you, it's starting to overflow, but it ain't overflowing on nobody but yourself. You're just drenching yourself with oil. Go to God. 
pour out your oil. And that's what's so important. It's not about money. It's not about um, how many people will see you. Pour out your oil for free. If you got gifts and talents to teach, teach for free. Teach a class. Teach a workshop. Do it for free. It's not about how much money you're going to get. What if I teach something? Nobody's going to pay me. And if I teach a class or seminar, I want to get paid this amount of money. Well, honey, God didn't get, God gave you that gift for free. And your job is to pour it out for free. And he will bring the abundance later. He will bring your overflow when you begin to pour out the oil. So she gave away her gift for free. She gave her oil. She didn't charge anybody for her oil. She didn't go in there saying, I'm going to charge y'all for my oil. I'm going to go ahead and pour it out on Jesus. No, she poured it out for, pre for free. And the people, you know, they couldn't believe it. You know, a lot of people make a lot of money with their gifts, and they waste it. They sat there and was like, look, she pulled all that oil out. We could have took that, and we could have made it. Verse 5, this is how people talk. Verse 5 is, is key how people today say the same thing. When, you, when you're pulling out your gift, and you're teaching workshops for free, you're online teaching conferences for free, you're doing counseling for free, people said what they said in verse 5, for it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor, and they murmured against her. You know, Folks will say that, girl, you could have, you could have, um, served that, did that seminar and made some money off that. You could have sold those t-shirts that you've been making and made some money off that. Well, did God tell you to do that? God may have told you, I need to see you give some away for free. Well, prophets a man to gain the whole word and lose your soul. And he needs to see your word. And people would do just what they did in the script. They start murmuring, complaining, oh, we could have made some money off that. Why y'all giving this food away for free? Y'all could have sold this food to people. People got money. No, you got to do it the way God says do it. If God says give it away, you give it away. Stop hoarding it. Stop holding because he can't bless you with more if you're hoarding a whole lot of other stuff. You're holding on to all this stuff that God keeps telling some of y'all to get rid of. Some of y'all been in quarantine. He didn't told y'all to do some spring cleaning. Go out there and have a yard selling your yard or just sit out there and just give stuff away for free so he can bless you with even more. You can't get more until you release what you got. She pulled out her precious or she pulled out the most precious and expensive thing that she had. Her oil. What are you pouring out? What is your most expensive thing that you have? It's you, your gifts, your talents. Pour it out. Don't worry about if you're going to get paid. Don't worry about if I be a, I'm a musician, I go play at this church, they can't afford to pay me. It's all right. Pour your gift out because God will pay you because you poured out your gift because it's precious. And that is so, so important. She didn't come asking for anything. She didn't come for wanting anything. She didn't come for needing anything. She came to pour out what she was filled with. Get it. Get it in your spirit. Because a lot of times we don't understand that. She didn't come wanting nothing. She didn't come to the house of God wanting stuff. She didn't come to the house of God in need all the time. Needy, 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 needy. But she came to pour out what she was filled with and what she had. She came and took her oil and anointed the man of God. She didn't come to the man of God saying, well, Jesus, I see you came to the city. I need you to pray for me. I need you to lay hands on me. I need you to go and pray and bless my family. I need you to pray for this. She didn't do none of that. She went in there quietly and silently and poured out what she had. Didn't ask for anything in return. Didn't say, well, since I pulled my oil out, how much you going to pay me? She didn't ask for nothing. She poured out her gift. 
And I guarantee God made room. And that is why at the end of the verse, and he told them in verse 9, Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she have done shall be spoken of for memorial of her. That is big. That's bigger than anything. He told them, look, throughout the world, wherever you preach this gospel, you talk about this woman that came in here that nobody knew, who took her most expensive thing she had, and she anointed me. Anointed me, Christ, she anointed me. I'm supposed to be anointed her, but she anointed me with her oil. Didn't ask for anything in return. Didn't take away for nothing. Didn't question none. She came in. She did a co-op job. She came in like a Navy SEAL, anointed Christ, and moved out. In silence. Silence is golden. So Jesus, with all of that, he defended her. He defended her. See what happens when we do... When we do what God tells us to do and we do it the right way and we do God's word, he defends you amongst men. You don't have to say nothing. When people come to you and they try to figure out why you doing this and why you giving away that free and why you all doing it. You know, when they start asking you all them questions, you ain't got to say nothing. Sometimes we talk too much. Sometimes we got to say the last word. Everybody want to say, well, I got to say what's on my mind. I got a right to say what's on my mind. Yeah, you do, but you got a right to be quiet too. Sometimes you just need to shut up. And the older we get, the worse we get. We think because we're older, we have the privilege to say whatever we want to say, to whom whatever we want to say. No, sometimes God telling you to shut up. Don't say nothing. Silence is golden because he will defend you if you're doing according to the will of God. And if you're doing according to the word of God, God will defend. So stop, be, stop defending yourself. Stop out here trying to give excuses and try to explain why you're doing what you're doing when God told you to do what you do. Stop. God will defend you. He defended her. Jesus defended her. He said in verse 6, and Jesus said, let her alone. Why trouble ye her? He said, come on, y'all leave her alone. Why y'all bothering her? Leave her alone. Because she doing her work. She had brought a good work on me. She doing what she's supposed to be doing. What are you doing? What are y'all doing? Y'all been with me all this time, and y'all ain't, ain't doing half of what she doing. So leave her alone. Why you bothering her? Because she coming here and anointing me with her oil. Same thing. Stop bothering her. Stop bothering Sister Jones. Stop bothering Brother Deacon so-and-so. Stop bothering them. They're doing what God has called them to do. What are you doing? What are you doing? And that's what he told them. Let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She have wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always. And it may seem harsh and it seems like Jesus being mean or and stuff, but he's not. He's letting you know. You know what? Y'all, the poor is with you always. And whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. You will be able to do them good all the time. But he sat there and said, But me ye have not always. He said, then told, I am not going to be with you always. I am right here in the midst of y'all. I've been walking with y'all. Y'all been walking with me. Y'all been seeing what I'm doing. I am sitting right here in the midst of y'all. I'm not going to be here. I'm letting y'all know I'm going to be gone in a little bit. I ain't going to be here with y'all too long. And y'all sitting here taking advantage. And y'all getting mad because she came in here and did a good work. She anointed me right before his death. That's important. That signifies a whole lot. It really does. And they they were with him. And they didn't even anoint him. Come on now. It's so important. Look at that. We gotta really understand. So, you know, they 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 just didn't do it. And he said, She have done what she could. 
She is come aforehand to anoint my body to the bearing. So he's letting them know she didn't came to anoint me for burial. What are y'all doing? Y'all ain't did nothing but sit here. Y'all asking me questions. Probably like getting on my nerves. I've been with y'all all this time and y'all still don't believe who I am or what I can do. I know some of y'all still doubting. Some one of y'all gonna betray me. One of y'all say you love me, but when the car crows, you're gonna deny me three times. Come on now. And y'all sit here complaining about this woman because she came in here ain't said nothing, anointing me and going about her business, and y'all could anointed me, y'all ain't even think about no, y'all too busy want me to anoint y'all, and want me to do this and want me to do that, and then you're going to complain because she's doing my work and she's doing what, and he said that if she anointed me for my burial she did a good thing so somebody's out there, you're doing a good thing, don't allow the enemy to make you feel like you're not don't allow the enemy to get in your ear and make you feel like you're not doing a good job. You are doing a good job. You are doing what God has called you to do. Sometimes it don't seem like it. Sometimes when you look around, you don't have the people backing you up. Sometimes you wish, you know, people would call and say good job and, and well done and they don't. And you're doing the work and you know you're hearing from God and you know you're doing the work and you're preaching the gospel and you're talking to people and you're on the radio and you're teaching Bible study. Some of y'all been on virtual Bible studies and virtual church since the pandemic started and you're wondering why, you know, you don't see a lot of views and, and you don't know people are really listening and, and are people receiving what you're saying you know what you're doing a good work God is saying don't worry about that because I see your work I see what you're doing there may be murmur complaining but why Pat someone open up the church they murmur complaining but why we got to do this and why we got to do this but you keep continuing to do what God has told you to do because you're anointing him for the burial you're pouring out your oil if God has called you to go and make masks and donate them, make your masks and donate them. Don't worry about what people say. You do what God has told you to do because this is a day and time when he's looking at those who are proclaiming and saying this and that. He's looking to see well, what you're doing. You've been with me. You've been serving me for 40 years. What you doing? This person over there just gave their life to me a week ago and they're doing more than, what, more than a week that you did 40 years of serving me. What you doing? Keep doing your work. Keep doing what God has called you to do. Keep blessing your neighbors. Keep taking food to the needy. Keep going to the hospitals. Keep praying. Doing, you're doing the thing that God, you're anointing him for burial. And you ain't got to speak a word about what you're doing. Doing is silent. Silence is golden. Let your work speak for yourselves. You ain't got to tell everybody what you're doing. You ain't got to call your prayer partner and let them know you're going out there to feed the homeless with your mask and gloves on. You ain't got to tell nobody. Silence is golden. You go in there like a Navy SEAL. You go in there Army Code. Do what you got to do and come on out. Nobody got to know. You ain't got to speak to nobody. You just blessing people. You just blessing people. Because when the time comes, he's going to bless you openly. And people are going to wonder, what? How'd she get that? Because she was doing things and he was doing things and blessing people. And silence goes, silence is golden. And she used her precious oil and he used his precious oil. He used the most expensive thing was his gifts and his anointing to bless others. That's what it's all about. They got mad at her. They talked about her. But she was doing her assignment. Do your assignment. Pour out your oil that's in your alabaster box. Pour out your gifts. You ain't got to wait for the church to open. You ain't got to wait for the building to open to pour out your gifts. If you're a singer, go on Facebook and sing some people. Bless them. 
Just saying. You just don't know who you're going to bless. You don't know. Silence is golden. All right, you guys. So if you get a chance, go back and read that story again. Our time has wound down. I really enjoyed it. I thank you all. But go back and read the story about the alabaster box, Mark the 14th chapter, verses 3 through 9, and really get into that and understand it's not all, it wasn't all about all the stuff, it, you know, it was about, she came in there, she didn't have a name, nobody knows her name, nobody got to know your name, nobody needs to know your title, nobody needs to know your apostle, nobody needs to know you're a prophet, nobody needs to know that, they don't need to know all that, you let your works speak for themselves, because when your works speak for, they already know who you are, let your works speak for themselves. We, we get so caught up in letting people know, I'm this and I'm that, okay, okay, whatever, what work are you doing? What are you doing to, to show that's who you are? What are you doing to back up those titles that you got? Let your works. And if you ain't got no titles, still let your works speak for you. Be like her. Go in silent and let your works speak for you. All right. Thank you guys for joining me here at the Women Transform Show. Hope you guys be back. Check us out again next Thursday. We'll be right here with you. Same time, same station, 5 o'clock. I thank you all. You guys have a blessed and wonderful evening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Joy. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, you can find us on Spotify under Women Transform, or you can email us at misspamelajordan at yahoo.com. Thank you for joining. Until next time. God bless.